Hey there, welcome back to the Ohio. I'm Chris Pugh. Danny King uh, is with me. She's the religion and immigration reporter with the dispatch. How are you, Danny? I'm great. How are you, Chris? Good, good. Busy week, but it seems like they're all getting busy anymore. Um, yeah, hey, wanted to talk. You've been kind of busy on some special projects uh, over the past month, but wanted to kind of focus on your work with the Hilltop. Uh, that was the third mobile newsroom project where uh, you guys go to a place for a month and really focus on the stories there. And you were kind of the person behind what was happening at Hilltop. How was that experience for you? It was awesome. Uh, You know, I really enjoyed my time there. I was uh, our third stop in the mobile newsroom initiative. And um, I started in late January and went to late February, uh, about five weeks. And honestly, it flew by. It was fantastic. Um, And I just, I really enjoyed my time at the Hilltop library. I got, the chance to meet a lot of people who come through there. It's really a community hub, but also, you know, being around the librarians and working with them was great as well. Um, and it felt kind of like getting back to my reporting roots, you know, like doing some community reporting and community news and you really get to know people and, and, um, kind of form those great relationships. And, and I'm still reporting on the hilltop, so I'm not there physically, but I'm still reporting on some stories and, I'm excited about what's going on there. Well, and I think it was a good match for you, too, because, you know, there's a lot of faith institutions there, a lot of immigrants there, too. So it's not it's definitely what you cover every day. Um, and I'm sure from that month, like you said, you probably got a lot of story ideas off it, too. I mean, you were a lot of stories, but there were stories that you, you want to continue to look at. Yeah, I'm actually working on some right now um, because it kind of, you know, there's so much going on in the hilltop. And I think that we don't realize, you know, as we're reporting on the broader, you know, central Ohio community, how much is really going on in these different neighborhoods. And they're vibrant and there's so many stories to tell. So um, right now I'm working on one about some development and a place called the Hilltop Bank Block. It's a historic building and there's Mm. going to be a a bookstore and a coffee roaster in there. And um, I'm also doing one on a resource center on Sullivan Avenue that caters to men and women, um, mostly those who are affected by drug addiction and homelessness. Um, And I'm really hoping to do something on um, the varied Hispanic population on the Hilltop. The really interesting about the Hilltop is a ton of different people from different you know, Latin American countries um, who are Hispanic have moved there because of affordable housing. And there's so many different Mexican, Peruvian, you know, all kinds of different restaurants and people. And so I'm hoping to kind of show the different variety of people who live there and, and call it home. Very good. Um, Brandon Klein, I, I think you were on with him once or twice. His podcast was before. Um, he's actually from the Hilltop. I know his wife is pretty active in that area, too. It seems like there's a lot of stuff with the Hilltop where, you know, there's issues going on, like in a lot of our communities. I I know here at the Dispatch, uh, we did a series about a year ago, which is some of the challenges that they're facing. But it sounds like there's a lot of people that are really passionate about the community and trying to make it better. Uh, I know um, Brandon and his wife are really active doing that. Did you run across those people, too, that even though the Hilltop has had some crime issues, there's a lot of people there that say, hey, you know, we can be a better area and they're actively working to make it a better neighborhood. Yeah, definitely. So the Hilltop, you know, for people who don't know, really does get kind of a bad reputation and and it's known for crimes and drugs and prostitution. And 
and things like that. And, you know, that's one of the reasons we wanted to go to, to the hilltop. Um, and we want to kind of go beyond those stories that we're reporting on, you know, crime for and really see, you know, the heart of the community. And I, I really got to see that the great kind of inspiring thing about being on the hilltop was that there's so many people there who love that neighborhood, who have lived there for years or just came and really have a heart for it. And they they want to see it improve. And those are people like, you know, Zerka Abid, who I've talked to for, you know, years on my beat with my Project USA, which is the Muslim Social Services Agency. You know, she's mm -hmm. she started a Hilltop Youth Social Justice Collaborative with um, a pastor, Kevin Orr, who um, runs the Hilltop Shalom Zone. And then, you know, there's a community activist named Betty Janes, who is starting, you know, to do some different things on the Hilltop. And there's just this great kind of sense of community. And there's these people who want want to do whatever they can to to improve the Hilltop and life there for people who live there. So it's it's really inspiring to see that, you know, it gets this bad reputation, but there's so many people who care so much. Since you were there for a month, did you see, because there's no area that, uh, like I've lived in areas like that before, and there's no area that's all bad. You know, there's areas that you got to be careful, certain areas. I mean, is that what people are saying more? Like, hey, you might not want to go to this part of the neighborhood this time of night or something. I, I mean, but you're right. Sometimes neighborhoods get a bad reputation and everyone's like, oh, we can't go there at all. But sometimes it's like anywhere else. You just have to be smart and know where to go and where not to go. Is that what you hear? Or? Yeah, it's interesting because there's different neighborhoods within the hilltop neighborhood. So, yeah. um, you know, one of the places that, you know, is very residential, you know, well known is Westgate. And it's, um, you know, it's a neighborhood with kind of like a upper middle class or, you know, middle class neighborhood. And, um, you know, a lot of people maybe don't think of it as, as being on the hilltop. So that's, you know, a spot that differentiates itself. It's really the Sullivan Avenue corridor that I think people yeah. are mostly kind of concerned about, but it's weird because, so the hilltop is bordered by, um, 270 and 70. And so closer to 270, you know, further West is the casino you know, the Hollywood yeah. casino. And that kind of almost doesn't even feel like it's on the hilltop because there's been so much development over there. Um, but then you have the Westland Mall where, you know, it's vacant and just, you know, kind of not being developed. So there's there's all these different pockets of the hilltop. Um, and some of them, you know, have a better kind of reputation and are seen as safer or not as safe. Um, than others. So it's it's interesting because there's a big dichotomy of of places on the hilltop. I live like about five minutes north of Linden, which is on the other side of Columbus. And Linden has a weird reputation. There's definitely areas I would feel uncomfortable driving for Linden at any time of the day. But, you know, like the north part of Linden, you know, I've talked to people that live up there that say, look, it's upper middle class. And they've actually tried to become part of Clintonville saying even becoming part of Clintonville would make our house values go up a little bit more. It's really close to Clintonville. So it, it's just interesting how sometimes the name of a neighborhood just drives down home values and gets people nervous. I thought it was kind of fascinating. Yeah, it is. And I think, um, you know, I think the important thing that I learned is, I just really love spending time on the hilltop. And I think oh, the yeah. important thing is that, you know, there's 
no matter what reputation a neighborhood or a city gets, I think it's important to kind of go to chance and, and check it out because there are great people and great, you know, businesses and restaurants um, in every neighborhood of Columbus. And, and yeah. that um, was a great thing to learn about. And, you know, where we have a story coming out soon about all the food places we tried on the hilltop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing we heard over and over was there's nowhere to eat. Um, yeah. But, you know, we found that's not true. You know, there's Giuseppe's Pizza on the hilltop. There's um, a number of great Mexican restaurants. There's um, a Peruvian restaurant and an African restaurant and, you know, a Jamaican um, restaurant. And so, we kind of profiled the different places to eat. So I think, um, you know, overall, I think it's definitely worth the trip to check out the Hilltop, no matter, you know, what you've heard about it. Yeah. Plenty, plenty of great. If you want like a different taste than just American food, I mean, Columbus all over places like that. And at the times I've been with Hilltop, there's many places you can look at like that. I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't been able to try them yet, but you guys had, uh, I know from even following them on Twitter, you had a, a chance to check out some of those places while you were at the Hilltop. Uh, you got to eat at some of those places, right? Yeah, we, that's the story that's coming out is just kind of the places we ate and, um, and kind of what they were like and what they're known for. So, um, I love pizza, but I also love Mexican food. And so got to try both of those and, and yeah, a little bit of international flavor as well with, um, with different, you know, restaurants. How's that helped? I think we've talked about this before, but you know, it's a changing time in journalism where, you know, we may not have as many reporters as we had 20 years ago. Did you see an appreciation because even for as big as a dispatch can be, you, know, you can't be everywhere at one time. So sometimes you can't be in those areas. Did you get like a, a good feeling from people saying, oh, wow, you're here. You're here. We can talk to you. We can share with you our concerns. Uh, did that really help? Because I know that was kind of one of the reasons why the dispatch wanted to do that. Did you get a feel of community members appreciating it that you're there and they can talk to you about issues or concerns they have? Yeah, honestly, our reception at, on the hilltop was fantastic. Like yeah. I talked to a ton of people coming up to us who were just glad we were there. Some of them thought we were selling the paper, but we were, you know, we had copies for free. Some people wanted to, you know, talk to us about, they just really wanted to share things that people don't know about the hilltop. And so, yeah. you know, it was a fantastic re reception and people were really happy that we were there and that we cared. Um, and so I think that's, an important thing for people to remember is, you know, we live in these communities too, and we, we really care about them. And, and that's one thing that's really great about the mobile newsroom is that we could show people physically, you know, we're here and we care about your community. And especially reaching, you know, people of color, immigrants and everything. It, it sounds like it's been a really good way of meeting people that you may not be able to meet to. If you always say, Hey, come down to our newsroom, you know, it's a way of just out and seeing everybody. So, yeah. How's the Hilltop responded to COVID? I mean, I know it's part of Columbus and Columbus responses. Um, has anybody said anything about COVID, like how it's been different over there or anything? Or is it just probably the same challenges that all of Columbus neighborhoods face? I think it's mostly the same challenges everyone faces. But I think that, you know, what's been different is um, a lot of resources on the Hilltop for people in need, you know, in poverty yeah. or homeless or who, you know, have addiction um, problems. 
you know, those had to change with COVID, you know, they had to make sure that they kept, you know, the people serving those in need safe. So one of the places I'm writing about is the Hope Resource Center, and it's on Sullivan Avenue. And um, pre-pandemic, they were having people come into the home they have and, you know, visit and, and talk and get things. And as soon as the pandemic hit, they opened a window instead on their patio and people come up to the window. So it's safer. So I think the interesting thing was just seeing how they adapted um, to different yeah. things. Um, so that was that's fascinating that a lot of these places have really had to adapt and change. Very good. Well, um, keep checking out the dispatch. And obviously, Danae has, has got some additional stories about the hilltop. Um, we're in Whitehall now, and I'm sure I've seen some good stories already coming up from there, and I'm sure there'll be some more good things coming. Um, I'm expecting dispatch is going to continue doing this, right? Even after Whitehall, I'd assume. Yeah, we're talking about which branch we're going to next. Um, okay. And I don't think we've made an official announcement, but I believe it will be on the south side. South side, okay. Yeah, because uh, we've been north, I think a little east, a little west, and south seems to be the next uh, logical spot then. So, all right. Definitely. Very good. Well, as always, today, thank you for your time. Um, go to dispatch.com. A lot of good subscription deals. Uh, help support local journalism. Help make this continue. Um, a lot of times people sit out there and say, it just happens. Like, it's magic, you know. But, you know, journalism costs money. It takes time. And even something as simple as subscribing to the newspaper can really help um, us continue to do what we're doing. So, yeah, support the work at the dispatch. And if you're listening to somewhere else in the state, support your own local newspaper. It'll help out too. All right. As always, thanks. And everyone have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.